Hi, folks. It's Connectivity, episode 19, y'all. Uh, <laughs> or is it 18? No, it's 19. It's yep. 19. <laughs> and uh, with me today, Scott Thompson. Hello. And Patrick Barnett. Hello, hello. <laughs> and I'm Cora Sack Miller. Um, we have some, it's going to be a light segment. We got, uh, uh, we got like two pieces of news, really just one. Um, and then we got a piece of listener mail and then two, we're, two, two. And then we're going to, uh, have some fun talking about that demo that came out on the eShop last Thursday that you can only play 30 times. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> I've only got 27 left. <laughs> yeah, I have 28. I'm, uh. It's like I don't want to waste them or something, even though <laughs> yeah. the game's coming out in far less days. I was just saying, you got to ration it up for the, the next two and a half weeks before it comes out. That's right. Don't play it twice in one day. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what we got. Well, let's let's start out with the news. Um, Patrick, we have, like, one good news story. Shout it out, man. All right. So there was the box art for that Final Fantasy Rhythm game had a little logo <laughs> on the top right corner, and it just said Nintendo Network on it. So yeah. I'm not really sure what that means, but it's probably going to be a new service from Nintendo. Yeah. What do um? Sorry, I was just say what what do 3ds games now say when they have like online capability? Like I have a DS box right up here. I just got Professor Layton. Is it just still just say Nintendo Wi-Fi connection? Yeah. Is that what they've been saying? And it's the same with Mario Kart 2. Okay. I'm looking at Mario Kart 7, and there's no in the upper right corner. There's no uh, like Wi-Fi symbol. Oh, oh really? There's not. No, I'm I'm looking oh, at my bizarre. box right now. Anything on the back? Um, yeah, it does say it on the back. Yeah, okay. I think yeah, it must say it on the back. But I okay. wonder if I wonder if the, I mean, what's the Nintendo Network going to be? Is it is it going to be their answer to Xbox Live, and PSN? Is it going to be like an actual system? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's probably going to be something um, connecting the 3DS and the Wii U whenever that. Oh, I'll bet you're right. Yeah, that could be. Or it could just mean that now you can pay extra money like to download DLC, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It really could be any of it, I, I guess. I mean, Pie in the Sky, yeah, it would be awesome if it was some, some like, improved online infrastructure like Xbox Live or PSN, but I think they're pretty happy, at least on the 3DS, with where they're at. So I, I don't see it being something like that. But maybe connecting to the Wii U. When, when does this game come out in Japan? Do we know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And actually, the Wii, it, it, that would be a little weird to me because the Wii U is probably not coming out till November. Right. Let's see. Um, no, yeah, see, it releases in February 16th in Japan. Yeah, it's um, it's got to be something else. Yeah, so it's still a little early for that. So, uh, yeah, I kind of think it's going to be DLC. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. And that that would be interesting because then you could, I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice if they'd if that's what that meant, because then you'd know what games are going to have, you know, DLC available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. We'll Take see where that. it goes. <laughs> Has anyone, yeah. like, paid much attention to this game? It sounds kind of cool. I, not that I know too much about it, but it, it sounds interesting. I feel like I remember Neil saying he was interested in it. He probably yeah. knows more. I mean, um, it looks kind of cool. A little rhythm final fantasy game and i think you go through like all the different series and see so like plays yeah. almost any character any of the memorable characters and just such a all, weird like, rhythm thing based. yeah like out of nowhere too yeah i hope it comes to america but i don't know if it will maybe yeah. tifa will be in it that'll make me get it 
That's all it takes, huh? A little yep. Tifa? Mm-hmm. I never understood, like, when people were like, Tifa or, or what was that, Ares? Was that the other? Ares, yeah. Ares. Yeah. Who cares? And, yeah, it's like, what debate is that? Tifa all the time, every time. Yeah, and people, you know, that, I'm going to say it, that death scene, <laughs> that Ares death, death scene, I, you know what, It. who cares? <laughs> you know, people say they cried about that. Well, they must cry at the drop of a hat because that, you know, yes, it was surprising, but really, when you look at those graphics and you look at the the, the voice acting, well, there there, really, there was no voice acting. No, there, that's true. There was no voice acting in Soul Calibur Seven. So Final Fantasy Seven, you're getting everything <laughs> mixed sorry, up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you're jumping um, all over that's the place. A good segue into the next news piece. Oh yeah, um, go ahead with that because I'm not going anywhere else with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's rumored that Soul Calibur Five could be heading to the 3DS, but Zach, I guess you no don't believe that. <laughs> Soul Calibur Five is built on the Soul Calibur Four engine. Might be a little bit modified, but there's no way in hell. The 3DS is running the Soul Calibur 4 slash 5 engine. If, well, and if we get a Soul Calibur game, it will be like Soul Calibur Broken Destiny on the PSP. It's a very impressive game, and it's basically Soul Calibur 4, but it's really parred down. Well, how was Street Fighter 4 for 3DS? Did either of you play it? Yeah, I have that. That's actually the only <coughs> game I got with 3DS launch. But And how, how was that? It was fine. I mean, it ran smoothly and it looked pretty great. I'm not sure how closely it is to Soul Calibur. I've never really followed but it's Soul not Calibur. The, it's not like, I don't think it's the full experience. I don't think it's the full Street Fighter 4, Super Street Fighter 4 console experience, is it? I'm not sure. It did a lot of different stuff. I, I played the console a little bit and it felt basically exactly the same. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I mean it was pretty good. There wasn't like a full-on, I guess there was more of a story mode. I haven't played it in so long, it's hard to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're, okay. Well, it yeah, would be know. nice. <laughs> it, just to have a Soul Calibur game on the system would be nice, because I really like Soul Calibur. It's really the only 3D fighting game I can play well. And when I say well, I mean okay. <laughs> like, if I go online, I'll get my ass kicked, but I can get through the story mode. Now, here's what's important. If it does come to 3DS, do we get a Nintendo-exclusive character? Does Link return? Oh, man. Oh, man, that would be <laughs> awesome. Zach, I, I think I just heard your boner over the, uh, the headset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would be really cool. I've never, ever really been interested in Soul Calibur, but just like everyone else, I sure as hell played Soul Calibur 2 because Link was in it. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty awesome. Dude, Soul Calibur 2 was the best one. Not just because of Link, but just for many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I never... But not that I'm very much into fighting games in general, because I'm not, but it just never really grabbed me, and I thought Yoda and Darth Vader were kind of stupid. They were. They didn't <laughs> fit into the universe at all. No. Um, so, yeah. Or that whiny Starkiller guy. God, I hate him. <laughs> uh... Okay, um, anything um, else? Code of Princess that's basically in it, online mode. You, that's basically it, unless you want me to mention your game, I guess, <laughs> Zach. <laughs> yeah, Zach, you mentioned this like in passing last week, but so Code of Princess, what is it, and why are you excited that it's coming here? Well, it's a, well it might not be coming here. We still don't know if it's coming oh, here. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but it's like a 2D brawler. Um, 
It reminds me a little bit of that um, Scott Pilgrim game. Okay, I was just going to ask. So something like that or like River City Ransom yeah. or it's any of the classic Ninja Turtle games. It's got boobs in it, though? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I, I like Brawlers. That'd be exciting. Yeah. And it has online yeah, modes. That'd, that'd be, be cool. Okay, yeah, that sounds good, actually. Zach, start oh. a petition. Get that over here. <laughs> that was work. Actually, that worked pretty well the first time with uh, Project Rainfall. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, those guys aren't up to anything now, so yeah. start a grassroots <laughs> movement through Swap Note and uh, <laughs> get it going. Uh, 10,000 replies. <laughs> Imagine downloading those. Oh, yeah. Speaking Boy, of. Plenty of time. time. <laughs> um, so we had a little like debate about Swap Note on the comment section of our last episode. We're recording now on Monday, so maybe more will, will pop up as things go along, but it looks like um, one guy said, uh, I should find his name so I can at least credit him, but um, that it looks like the letters, like the notes do download in the background, but that it's just that when you like open the system later to look at them, then that downloading, like loading bar is actually right. just sort of like an, a loading bar. Like it's just extracting them. Doing that to uh, me right now. Because he said he, um, he was offline and he was able to like download notes. So they must have downloaded earlier and then it's just, yeah, like decompressing them or something or yeah, extracting oh, them, which is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to sit there through that long. And if you have 20 of them, like it, it does take like a good like minute, maybe minute and a half. And it's just oh, like, yeah. I mean, if it's literally downloading them ahead of time, then it should just have them ready to go for you. Yeah. So kind of, uh, kind of dumb there, but I still like swap notes. Yeah, I, I just I, I just checked it after like eight days of not checking it this weekend, and I spent like probably about an hour downloading all the notes and then going through them. But now I'm all caught up. Two thirds of them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I don't I don't delete anything for whatever reason. I just leave everything. But um, but yeah, it took a while to go through them. Yeah, I, I delete a lot of stuff all the and that takes a long ass time. Yeah, I think you have a few more 3ds friends than I do. Maybe yeah, I'll just I start I do, doing yeah. that. All right, but uh, that's basically it for news, I guess. Cool. <laughs> I like it when it's short and sweet like that. <laughs> Let's do some listener mail. Woo! You want to uh, read this one off, Scott? Yeah, I, I can read the listener mail. Um, first of all, we got one from Andy Gergen, uh, who you'll actually be friend hearing on. Friend of the on. show, Andy Yeah, friend, friend of the show, old acquaintance, old <laughs> lover. Um, uh, but you'll hear him on this episode, uh, twice in fact. Oh, yeah. In the bonus segment and in the... 3DS durability segment, so look forward to that. But here is his mail. He writes a few points. Number one, XBL de- Xbox Live demos of retail games may come and go, but XBLA downloadable titles have and always will have demos for every single title. The demo and the full versions are literally the same download. You just need to purchase a key to unlock the game once you have it. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Sorry, let me just. Number two, oh, yeah, you've yeah, been. You've been able to get demos of retail DS games for years. Not from a kiosk in Best Buy, but via the Nintendo channel on your Wii. I uh, forgot all about that. Yes. I, I actually used that a couple times for a few games, I remember, over the years, I guess. I, I did when it was, like, was first available, and then, yeah, I just completely erased it from my brain. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder, for some reason. Did they update it with a lot of recent games recently? Or I haven't I checked bet. it in a while. I, I bet not. Either. I, I would literally bet not, <laughs> but maybe worth checking out. It became the um, virtual console. Basically, yeah. yeah, it probably dried up a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, that's a good point. So I guess they have been trying to do the demo thing for a little while. It's just easier now because you can get it straight from the system rather than hooking it up to your other system to get right. it. So 
uh, much more convenient. And he's right. Yeah. See, that's what I thought. I was when I was said that last week, and then Mike said that they go away. I, I was pretty sure they didn't, but he's right. The demos of retail games will go away, but XBLA games will always have demos, which is true. And yeah, then you just like after you play the demo, it's like, do you want to play the whole game? And you just hit yes and pay your points, and then it just unlocks. So, yep. um, which is cool. And hopefully. Nintendo keeps doing that, and we'll have demos for all the eShop games, which would be yeah. awesome, because there's so many good ones now. But, you know, yeah. it's just it's just hard to plop down the money. It's not like a an easy purchase like an iPhone game is. It's a little yeah. bit more of an investment. Right. Like, I haven't gotten Mighty Switch Force or VVVVVV, <laughs> and now there's Mutant Muds, too, and it's like, I would kind of like to try these games. Yeah, yeah. Pinball. yeah oh yeah and Zen Pinball oh yeah you yeah, guys are we crazy about that about Zen Pinball before the show and I need to buy that too yeah that's yeah, great you, <laughs> yeah you guys are like Patrick are you the one who has like one of the highest scores like I in was the ranked number one in the country on the one pinball table but oh, I, I just looked today and someone uh, had taken over my place oh wow by how much um, by about 20 million but here's the oh, thing crap. I, well <laughs> if, if that number makes any sense in perspective <laughs> well right without context it. it's like is that a lot is that a little who knows but, pinball is so know. random <laughs> but i had i played a game but i didn't have my wireless turned on on my 3ds and i had set a score of 128 million which beat my other score i my high score was 90 million points and, I, and then i set a score of 128 million but because my wireless was turned off it didn't get sent to the uh online oh, boards and when sucks. i did connect to the online it never updated my score oh man that's yeah. terrible so i still would be number one but hmm. it's just yeah. can you see the can you see the name of who's number one now yeah you can do you know his name i think we should call him out i'm not sure <laughs> okay I'll, I'll i'll open it up right now yeah do that i'll read the next letter but we need to call this guy out i think maybe you should do a what pushes my button segment about this guy there you go <laughs> one minute you just go off on him um so thank you andy for writing in always great to hear from you uh the <laughs> next letter which actually came via swap note uh, i actually got one one listener mail from swap note which is awesome again if you guys want to send listener mail through swap note send it to me or zach because we check it the most yep. and uh just make sure you note in there that it is listener mail so we know that it is and it's not just a random swap note quickly <laughs> before you read the next letter his yes, name is ahead. tech 101 fuck tech 101 <laughs> If you listen to this podcast, stop it. <laughs> You're not welcome here anymore. <laughs> All right. So the next letter, uh, it's from uh, Shaman, or Donald Mick, as he goes by on Twitter, which may just be his real name, I guess. Um, will the last big game for the DS, which he called the 2DS, which I thought was funny, yeah. be Devil Survivor 2, or will we see a big game like Pokemon Grey? P.S. Also, chances of a Devil Survivor overclocked 2? Um... Why not? For which one? The overclocked? Overclocked, yeah. Yeah, I mean... No horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see why they wouldn't do that if they've done it, you know, in the past. It doesn't seem like it'd be much work for them. Um, I think Devil Survivor 2 could be the last one, or I guess if they do an overclocked, but I, I feel like any new Pokemon game will probably be for the 3DS at this point. I would hope so. I still yeah. think it was a mistake not to do the most uh black and white or no was yeah. That the, yeah, yeah black, black and white and the white. most recent I, I am too and and especially considering it was just so late in the system's lifespan the 3ds was like out the next day yeah they were like what a week or two apart probably yeah um and for a system that launched so slowly i mean that could have really spurred things that probably so, would have made it explode in sales because i think everyone so. wants pokemon <laughs> yeah. right 
And who's going to rush out then to buy a 3DS and, like, the sort of, I'll call it lackluster, though there were some good games there. But, you know, the not-so-impressive launch lineup for the 3DS when you're just playing a great Pokemon game on yeah. your regular DS. And Black and White were great Pokemon games. So I think that was a mistake. So I think something like Grey, even though it sounds like it'll be, you know, it's kind of a one-off and it's sort of probably tied to Black and White, I think it would be, um, I think it would be for 3DS. Yeah, it better be. I mean, think of Pokemon Yellow. That was a Game Boy Color game. Yep. And it just came out, you know, a year or two after Red and Blue, so. I love that game. Which one? Yellow? Yeah. It was so good because it was just so much like the cartoon. And, like, at that point, that's all I wanted was just to play the cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) You just wanted Pikachu to follow you. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. It was so good. Listen to James and Jesse's speech. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good. Man, I want that to hit the eShop. I would download that and play that in a heartbeat. I'm surprised they haven't released, like, well, I guess it would have to be yellow. I'm surprised they haven't released yellow on the eShop. Yeah, or red and blue. I think they'll do it. I think they'll rework it and add in a little bit of, like, wireless functionality so you can trade, and then they'll just charge, like, 10 bucks for it or something, like, add a premium to it because they put work into it. Yeah. I mean, shit, they added in, like, the ability to send pictures to your friends on Pokemon Snap <laughs> for the right, virtual, yeah. virtual console. Like, why wouldn't they do this? <laughs> it's just sitting there wait, waiting to make them money, but I don't know. Pleading with them. Yeah. Who do you think is, so, like, more, more, like, kind of staunchy and strict about this kind of stuff like disney with their vault where they just release movies oh, periodically and then put them away or like nintendo with their classic games like not wanting to make them very easily available well first of all nintendo with their classic games they like making money on their classic games and they you know they re-released a bunch of nes games in gba form for pete's sake yeah that's true uh i think disney is pretty stupid about their <laughs> vault i mean is is there a certain point at which you know, when the Lion King is on store shelves, nobody's going to buy it anymore. Yeah. What's the harm? Oh, it annoys me. It is really stupid. Like, for, And from their perspective, I feel like they're really encouraging piracy of their movies. <laughs> because it is. You can't just go out and like be like, you know what? I want to get Aladdin. Like, I really want to watch Aladdin all of a sudden. And you just can't because they decided that they don't want to make it available. Yeah. Yeah. What's Man, the I just watched that? Aladdin the other night. That movie is friggin' good. It is good. Except the, well. es- the, the escape from the cave looks pretty bad now. Oh, yeah. It was mind-blowing at the time, though. Yeah. They used computers. <laughs> exactly. Um, on that same note, on this wild tangent, uh, Aladdin, SNES or Genesis version? Genesis. SNES. That's the only one Gen- I played. <laughs> Genesis. I gotta go Genesis on this. I like it's throwing so apples at dudes. Yeah, throwing the apples was the best part. And the music's just so much better, surprisingly, on the yeah, Genesis version. Although it didn't look as good. It looked a little too bright on the Genesis to me. Yeah. Well, that was a common Genesis problem. Though. Yeah, it was. Patrick, I would recommend just downloading an emulator and playing just the Genesis version just a little bit. Cause I think is you'll it much different it. or is it basically the same game? NWR opposes SOPA. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's like it, it's different. It's way different. Okay. You you can see similarities and like it kind of follows the same like level structure, but the Genesis one just does so much more and it's yeah, it does. it's it's so much better. All right. <laughs> so, check that out. But um yeah, so that's it for mail. So thank you Andy and Shaman for writing in. Uh as always, connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com for mail. But let's move on to uh Resident Evil Revelations demo. Yes. 
No. So, <laughs> so we all played this now. Yes. Uh yes. Okay. It's so good. Makes me thirst for Resident Evil. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is very good. I was surprised at how much I liked it. So as Zach mentioned, um, the demo just came out Thursday on the eShop. Um, if you haven't downloaded it yet, you absolutely should. No if harm. anything, just to encourage Nintendo to keep doing demos. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was pretty great. I was very surprised at how much it felt like kind of old school Resident Evil, um, both yeah. in sort of control and like feel, as well as like just campy dialogue and sort of not great voice acting, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Um, and they cast a terrible voice actor for her partner. Yeah, what's that? like I can't put a finger on what his like accent is supposed to be or like where he's supposed to be from, but it's like all over the place. <laughs> he's so bad. Like, he's like Princess Leia. He nobody, is. Nobody got that. Sometimes <laughs> no. she's British, sometimes she's not. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you guys think? I didn't think it was like I thought everything about it was great except for the controls. That's my one major gripe, oh. but maybe the Circle Pad Pro would Fix my issues with it. I'm not sure. Hey, did you have see. you played four and five? No. <laughs> oh well, that's the problem right there. You know what? In four and five, it's even worse because you can't strafe. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, the strafing made this game nice because every area you're in is very confined. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to be able to you know back up and move to the side and get away from those creatures um yeah that 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 was a nice little addition and it just yeah. felt really clunky like you would have to i don't know it didn't feel fluid that's resident sure. evil for you yeah, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big resident evil <laughs> guy so did you um did you tinker with the control menu at all because i heard people complaining about it on twitter and then like some guy said if you did like control option three or like something crazy random like that 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 kind of alleviated some of the the problems i didn't really yeah, try i haven't it, but... i haven't played with the control options at all because i <laughs> well, like I like the ones there. Yeah, I was fine with the default. It it felt very much like kind of where Resident Evil has been, so it didn't wasn't jarring to me. But I would use one of your uh, thirty playthroughs yeah, maybe to uh, <laughs> to find what's right for you. And supposedly, um, you once you beat it on kind of the normal difficulty, you can unlock hard difficulty. And I haven't tried that yet. Oh, what the demo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't I, know that. I saw that on my. It wasn't locked on mine. Oh, that's cool. I'll have to check that out. Although I had a hard enough time beating the normal one the first time. That one, like, super zombie or mutant or whatever they are is what, like, messed me up. Who had, like, yeah. the, like, spikes on his arms the or one whatever. one at the very end. Yeah, near the very end. I, yeah, I didn't right. actually beat him. I just ran straight for the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That dude's I... attack animations are taken straight from the uh, uh, dude with the claws on his hands, like Shredder from Resident Evil 4. Oh, okay. Blind yeah. guy, straight yeah. from that guy. I can see that. Yeah. What did you guys think about the enemies? Because they, yeah, they aren't really like zombies. I mean, they kind of shuffle around like the zombies, which is nice. They're not. It's not like recent Resident Evils where they've been like you know just mostly human and they're kind of running at you. Um, but they black did... people. <laughs> Zach, I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad someone <laughs> did. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they were kind of weird, and I thought their death animation was odd. I hope that gets better in the the final version. Yeah, they just kind of like start melting, stupid. and then all of a sudden there's this like kind of ugly pile of goo. <laughs> right. Although you can scan that ugly pile of goo. Yeah. For what? What does it get you? Somebody on the forum said you get a 
herb if you get 100 percent oh really I'm not really sure how you get 100 percent yeah i guess if you went back through and scanned everyone that you had already killed oh maybe yeah I, I didn't mess around with that but i'd imagine that's what you'd have to do i kind of like that scanner it reminds me of the scan visor a little bit from uh metroid prime yeah that's why I love it and hate it, because this means every time I go into a room, which I already did in the demo, every time I go into a room, I pull it out, and I'm scanning around and, like, trying to look in every nook and cranny for a fucking green herb or some shotgun shells or something. Oh, that's funny. I mean, did you have that problem, you guys? Like, did you find yourselves doing that? Because I did it constantly oh, once yeah. I got that thing. I didn't. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what <laughs> you I, didn't, you no, didn't do it, Patrick? Not really. <laughs> you just didn't get into the spirit of this. No. I need you to go back, turn the lights down low. Switch your control settings, play on hard, <laughs> really, get, really get invested. Go. There you go. We want okay. an update next week. I just uh, booted up my game to look at the uh, difficulties, and I just noticed it doesn't have the uh, second difficulty anymore. Oh. Which, oh, uh, weird. I guess that means each time you turn on the demo, it resets itself completely. Oh, that's oh. stupid. Yeah. Well, that's very user-friendly and, <laughs> and great, it's great design. That I'd have to play through it again to access the harder. Right. Yeah. Because who yeah. wants to do that? Like, play <laughs> and, okay, weird. I wonder then. I wonder if you play through on normal and then play through again on hard. If that counts as two playthroughs, or if it's just every time you booted it, it every subtracts time one you close it, it subtracts a playthrough. Okay, so you could play. Okay, so you could play both of them in one sitting. Yeah, that's probably not, what you have to do. I guess. Not that not that you have to worry about using all thirty unless you're crazy, but still. Right, right. What do you guys mm. think about that? A, like a play amount limit. It doesn't bother me too much because it's 30. That's so many. You're never yeah. going to go through 30. Yeah. Especially if you intend on buying the game soon. I, I said in my impressions that um, you would have you, – you could play it every day from last Thursday and still have 10 playthroughs after you bought the game. Yeah. Yeah. So why, why have that limitation then? Like why do you guys think they even bothered? Well, just to, I, just to do it because Nintendo. <laughs> do you think Nintendo told them they had to have a limit, and so they just put thirty on it? Well, other demos, you know, last week the Japanese crew was saying that some of those Japanese demos have like three. Right, I think that which was is the Ace Combat one only. Has yeah, it yeah, Ace Combat, and some have five, and I was like, what? Right, five seems reasonable. I can't see wanting to play a demo more than five times. Three is kind of heinous, but I just don't understand why having limitations like that at all. But yeah, me, me neither. I mean, what is it? Is having the demo? Is, is it going to be like? Well, I've got the demo. Why do I need to buy the full game? <laughs> I could play ten minutes of uh, of Resident Evil Revelations. I'm over pretty sure I've seen it all. Again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess you're right. I mean, that must just be the main concern is that they would just keep playing the demo. <laughs> God knows when I buy demos on PSN or download demos, I never want to buy the full game at the no, end. It's all you need is about half a level. <laughs> it's perfect. That's like that's the perfect size. Yeah, Super Meat Boy. Like when I got to the end of those five levels, I was like, I've had enough. That's you know, that's good. <laughs> is Super Meat you know, Boy on the PSN? Oh, good point. XBLA. I'm sorry. Okay, I was gonna say I need to go get that then. <laughs> Dude, it's so awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so. Pretty good though. Left, left a good impression. I mean, we talked about it. I feel like <laughs> leading up to to the turn of the year on connectivity, I feel like every week there was news we were talking about, and a lot of it was negative. But having played the game, I could almost see it being worth maybe that that fifty dollar price tag. If it comes oh, with the yeah. Circle Pad Pad Pro, which I don't think it will, but if it did, one hundred percent, like I'd be okay. 
if you pre-order it, I think you get a 3DS case, though. I think that, oh, wow. That uh, GameStop, <laughs> at least. I think other stores are doing it, too. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, yeah. I've, I've been assured that the um, review copy is en route. Oh, nice. So I should be getting it soon, and uh, you won't see me for about a week. <laughs> um, I'll just be playing you should, um, you should talk to one of our Japanese correspondents and have them send you a CirclePad Pro so you could try it with that. That's not a bad idea. Because I'd well, imagine you're going to want that if, in your review. What if they send one with it? Well, if they send one with it, then you're fine, yeah. but you never know. They might not. Then I could have two. They probably sell would one because on they want you to play it with that control scheme. Right, yeah, because I think they true. want that mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, you'll probably be all right, but just in case. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. This is, you know, I keep say this every time I bring it up. That game's the reason I bought a 3DS. So, it better oh, be really? good. <laughs> yeah, well, the demo's promising. So, yeah. um before we close here, I thought I'd just chime in. I just got a tweeted at on Twitter about connectivity from Ivan, whose Twitter handle is link UYDD. Not sure how you pronounce that. But he said, great connectivity show. My favorite so far. Thanks for the weekly dose. So guys, we're doing a good job. Doing all right. It hasn't been hate mail yet. Yeah, so that's very good. So if you would like your compliments to us read on connectivity, (laughs) tweet us while we're recording. Can we send ourselves compliments? Yes. Patrick, <laughs> what do you have to say about your performance so far? I this think is it what, is your improving. third episode? It is, it is improving. Well, there it you is, go. I, yes. I admit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it. Thanks, everyone, uh, for listening. Uh, if you want to add Zach on your 3DS so you can see his awesome swap notes like people <laughs> still want to, uh, I would say just message him. And if you want yeah. to add any of us, just message us on NWR, and we will gladly exchange friend codes. Yep. I'm running, I'm, I'm, only, run, I'm, I'm running low on girls. Well, yeah, but luckily you'll get new people, so you can just start rehashing, do different angles. Good point, yeah. And I'm getting Poison Ivy in the next week. Well, there you go. Mm, I'll look forward to a swap note. Yeah. I look forward to it. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that'll do it then. All right, guys. Thanks thanks. for coming. Yep. Bye, everybody. Bye. Welcome to another exciting round of NWR Jeopardy. We uh, we have a good crew here, including some new people. Uh, let's start with our returning champion, Pedro Hernandez. Hey, everybody. We also have uh, James Dawson. Hello. Patrick Barnett. I'm back again. And the esteemed Jonathan Metz. I have a PhD in Nintendo, bitches. <laughs> the Nintendos. Okay, so we're going to do Single Jeopardy first. I've changed the rules just a little bit to make it easier. Uh, all, the, all the points are just going to be the same, 200 to 1,000, um, and everyone's keeping track of their own scores because I don't have a Vanna White-esque assistant to help me, um, but that's okay. I trust you all. 
So let's start it off. The first four categories are potent quotables, it's the boss, non-tendo, and licensed schlock. And we will let Pedro, our returning champion, pick first. I'll take licensed schlock for what? For 200. Oh, 100. Sorry. Well, uh, 200. But that's okay. Okay, 200. Okay. This eagerly anticipated 2002 Batman game turned out to be a complete flop, earning an incredible 0.75 out of 10 from Game Informer. I think I reviewed this, but I don't remember the name of it. It's Nobody? on the tip of my tongue, but I don't remember the name either. Okay. Do-do-do. The answer is, what is Batman Dark Tomorrow? Dark Tomorrow. Oh, it's the Kimco game, right? Yeah. I've heard yeah. it's, oh, I've heard it's, it's buggy as hell. Oh, it's utter awful, awful, awful stuff. <laughs> I've always wanted to play it just to play it, but I've never seen it since. I don't recommend it. Okay. Pedro, your turn, or your go. Okay, I'll continue with license slot, slot for... Excellent idea. This horrifying Wii prequel to the 2011 film featured a unique subtitle and Transformers that don't transform. Yahoo! Uh, okay, somebody... Uh, John, Johnny. What is Transformers Dark of the Moon? There's a little bit more. That's all I've got. Okay. <laughs> Nothing, nobody? Autobots versus Decepticons. <laughs> uh, it is Stealth Force Edition. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Patrick. I was going to be wrong anyway. <laughs> okay. Boy, that game was bad. Wow. All right, Pedro, you go again. Okay, I'll keep it with license shot for 600. Now, if nobody gets this, I have done my job poorly. <laughs> Loosely based on the DC Animated Universe version of the character... This N64 game is often considered one of the worst ever made. Yahoo! I can't tell, Johnny. What is Superman for N64? That is not what it's called. Pedro! Superman? Patrick? Superman 64? There we go. <laughs> Are you sure there's a 64 on that box? I am... Fairly certain. Let's let's look again and do I some research. I think it's just here. called Superman. I think everyone calls it Superman sixty four, colloquially. Okay. What the doctor said. Yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, go with the doctor if he's right. Oh God, you're right. <laughs> it's just Superman. Oh, it's, boy, it's not even called that. It's Superman: The New Adventures. For N sixty four. Yeah, often incorrectly referred to as Superman sixty four. I've never heard that subtitle. Me neither. I've played that game. Well, I'm going to give it to you anyway. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, okay. Johnny, you're, you you get to pick. All right. I think I will go with uh, Potent Quotables for 200. Okay. This is you, you name the game. Uh, I give you the quote from the game. Remember, you too are in the dream. Johnny. What is the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening? There you go. Stay in that category for 400, please. Okay. Justice served.
That's too generic. Nobody. Mighty Switch Force. What is Mighty? It's when she catches a, a felon. She says, Justice just Served. Good. It's excellent. It's not that great. Screw you, Patrick. <laughs> Pushmo is a lot better. Mm. Yes, agreed. By the way, let's stick with potent quotables for 600. Different game. Okay. Uh, you guys are great. Thanks for the help. Let's celebrate with a pizza. Yahoo! Johnny? What is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? For what system? NES. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. I was afraid you might have gone with Turtles in Time. but Yeah, that would have been too obvious. All right, potent quotables for 800, please. Okay. An egg can be floated on the water. Let's go! That was Pedro. I'm going to make an ass out of myself, but I'm going to say Billy Hatcher and the giant egg. Incorrect. Ah, Johnny. What is the adventures of Lolo? Ooh, well done. And let's close out that category for a thousand. Okay. I know you murdered my parents. Now you will dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Yahoo! That was Johnny. What is Ninja Gaiden? Nope. Let's go! Pedro. What is Castlevania? Nope. Patrick or James? No idea. (laughs) It is what is Batman for the NES? I don't think that game had any text in it. At the very end. I never got to the very end. There's a cinematic, if you could call it that. (laughs) Pedro and I both lost a thousand points. Is it still my pick? It is still your pick. All right, let's go with Nintendo for 200 Okay. This failed Xbox puzzle platformer can probably trace its roots, including those of its main character, directly back to the obscure Game Boy game Cat Trap. Yahoo! Johnny. What is Blink's The Time Sweeper? Yes. Oh. Nintendo for 400 please. Okay. Oh, this is good. This 1994 arcade fighter was ported to every contemporary console and handheld available, yet has never received a perfect arcade port. The closest version is found on Midway Arcade Classics 2. Let's go! I think that was Pedro first. What is Primal Rage? Yeah. (laughs) Y'all knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Pedro. Uh, what... I'll continue with uh, Nintendo for, where are we right now? 600. For 600 then. Okay. This seminal PS1 game, which redefined its franchise, is heavily influenced by 1994's Super Metroid to the point of creating a new genre. Yahoo! Wow, everybody all at once. That is uh, Johnny. Before I answer, I should I should clarify here. Can we buzz in while you're reading the question? No. We have to wait until you completely finish. Yes. All right. Well, then I should not get credit for that. Okay. Then that's James. Um, what is Castlevania Symphony of the Night? Woo! Very nice. How many points was that again? That was 600. <coughs> Rolling in it, man. And is your pick? Um, continue the uh, non-Nintendo. Okay, for 800. Compared to this Simon and Schuster published Xbox and PS2 game featuring the same sport, Tecmo's Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball was downright classy. 
Let's go. I think that was James. No, I. Oh, I then it was Pedro. I'm going to take a guess and say is the guy game. No, no. Oh. Johnny. What is outlaw volleyball? Yes, indeed. Oh, I heard of that game. I I heard of that game. Now that yeah. Yeah. That that was eight hundred. Mm-hmm. I'll go with uh, Nintendo for a thousand, please. Alrighty, this is a good one. High Moon Studios, now known for their Transformers games, entered the gaming scene with this underappreciated first-person shooter. Yahoo! Johnny, what is Giant Giant's Citizen Kabuto? No, that's not High Moon. I'm pretty sure it is. Well, maybe I should say console gaming scene. Really? Is that High Moon? That is not the same studio who made this game. It can't possibly be. We'll, we'll settle that later. But anybody? I'll settle it right now. Mother. All right, man. <laughs> Bring it on. Punch you through the internet. Uh, the answer is what is Dark Watch? Never heard of it before. Anyone besides me play that? Nope. No. Uh, I apologize. It wasn't High Moon. It was Planet, Planet Moon yeah. Studios. The uh, Planet Moon. Dark Watch game, you're kind of a vampire who's killing other vampires. <laughs> it's really kind of shitty. <laughs> but I got it for like 15 bucks back in the day. Okay, so that's Johnny again. Oh, man. I feel like I don't deserve to choose. Um <laughs> Let's go with bosses for 200, Alex. (laughs) I'm not pretentious enough to be Alex Trebek. They invaded the peaceful planet Hillis in Beyond Good and Evil. Getting nothing from nobody here. I can't remember what they're called. Ever played the game? Doot, doot, doot. Who or what are the Doms? The Doms. I knew there was a Z in it. Yeah, it's a stupid capital Z at the end. All right. Go again, sir. All right. Let's go for bosses for 400. Dr. Grant and Tim must move through a stampede of these dinosaurs in Ocean's NES Jurassic Park. Also the Super Nintendo version. Yahoo! Johnny. What are Velociraptors? Nope. Don't know if they would stampede. Nobody? I remember the scene, but I don't know the names of the dinosaurs. Okay. Well, I'm going to go doot, doot, doot on this. It is three-horned face, triceratops. Ah. Trikes, as they're known in the movie. All right. Is that a boss, really? It's kind of, it's their Stampede of triceratops. All right, let's stick with bosses, 600. Really easy, too. Okay, this enormous mech, named after a well-known dinosaur, is outfitted with a railgun capable of launching nuclear missiles. Yahoo! That is Johnny? Johnny. What? Is it me? Yep. What is Metal Gear Rex? Yep. He's on fire! That was 800, right? That was six. Oh. 
All right, let's go for 800. Okay. This recurring boss, originally featured in the original Mega Man and eventually carried over to the X series, comes in different colors and may have different attacks, but is always vulnerable in his central eye. Doot, doot, doot. It is the devil or the bio devil. Y'all remember that guy, that big blob? Oh, yeah. He turns oh, yeah. into little pieces and shoots across the screen. He sucks. All right. Last one. Want to finish it off? Yes, please. Okay. Now, if you, you people don't get this, I invited the wrong people. The Mario Brothers faced this big arm lug at the end of castles in Super Mario Bros. 3 and airships in Super Mario 3D Land. I know what you're talking about, but I have yeah. no idea what his name is. I know what it is. I have an idea, but this... I'm not willing to lose points. <laughs> if this was a visual scene, I would draw you the character right now, but I don't know the name. No. I can't think of it either. All right. Yeah. It is a weird name. It might not be what you think. It's what? It, who is Boom Boom? Oh, yeah. So the only other things we got are two and licensed schlock, Johnny. If we must. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this well-received park sim, which sadly never appeared on the GameCube, stayed very true to its source material. Remind me to thank the developers for a lovely weekend. Let's go! Pedro. I'm going to take a shot at this, and I'm going to say it's the Six Flags game. No. Well, that's probably a good guess. The The real hint is in that quote at the end. Okay, I'll, I'll give it to the first person who identifies the movie after the more accurate quote. Remind me to thank John for a lovely weekend. Yahoo! Johnny. What is Jurassic Park? Yes, do you know the name <laughs> of the game now? For GameCube? I'm going to, no, it's the only, GameCube's the only system it did not come out for. I'm going to give it to you either way, but I just want to know if you know the name of it. Is it The Lost World, the shooting game by Sega? No, it's it's Jurassic Park Operation Genesis. I've never even heard of that. Really? It's it's like a <laughs> zoo tycoon with Jurassic Park. It's amazing. The dinosaurs uh, break out and kill people. Okay. Am I getting points for that? Yes, I don't know you if are. I deserve it. Well, you don't have to if you don't want to. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to leave those. Uh, I'm going to leave those alone. Okay, last last one in the category. Uh, Pedro, you better get this man. The video game sequel to this popular Disney movie was subtitled "Rise of the Underminer." Yahoo! Johnny, what is The Incredibles? Yes, that was my answer. <laughs> Johnny gets it, unfortunately. <laughs> I, uh, right, I, so I played that game it was awful should we do a uh, score tally or what yeah let's do a score tally what do y'all got it'll take me a minute here it won't take me long I have a whopping total of zero points <laughs> <laughs> I have 600 nice I have no idea what I have right now. <laughs> you have points. Yes. We all know that Johnny is owning this. <laughs> debating it. 
Um, I think I have 2,000 points. Okay. I'm going to go with you on that. Okay, the next four categories for Double Jeopardy, where the points are not doubled, is It's Evolution, Baby, The Year We Met eBay, Needs More Rogan, and Legend of the Blue Bomber. And I should mention right now a little shout-out to Shaman, also known as Donald Mick, uh, who wrote two of these categories. You done good, boy. So I think uh, Johnny gets to pick this. Oh, no, you know what? It's Double Jeopardy. The person who, with the lowest amount, gets to pick first. Patrick, go ahead. Evolution for 200. Okay. Baby Pokemon evolve into their base forms by maxing out this hidden statistic. Patrick. What is happiness? There you go. You may have a chance, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go right for 400 in evolution. Okay. If you have an empty spot in your party and a spare Pokeball in your bag when Ninkata evolves into Ninjask, you'll also end up with this creepy ghost bug type. I have a feeling I know what it is, but I don't want to waste okay. my 200 points. Toot, <laughs> <laughs> What is Shed, nin- shed Ninja? You um, can only I, be hit by super effective moves. I guess it's still me, so we'll just go <laughs> for 600 in evolution. Okay. If you want your Blast to evolve into the mighty Eskeviar, you'll need to trade it for this specific Pokemon. You're making these up. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. I don't even recognize those Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, they're black-white. Anything past the first 150 is okay. completely unknown. I had to, to spread the love among the different Pokemon games. It's, uh, what is Shelmet? They're running out of Pokemon concepts, let's just put it that way. Kill them all. Yeah. Well, the, at least that nice green Pokemon. <laughs> Want to keep going on that? Um, no. Jump no. over to the <laughs> eBay for 200. <laughs> that wasn't going so well. <laughs> Now, all these questions have to do with the year 1995. Ah. I don't know why Shaman likes the year 1995, but hey. Okay, when Mr. Miyamoto was asked to make a game like Donkey Kong Country, his response was this far superior game, recently re-released on the Ambassador program. Let's go! Pedro. What is Super Mario World 2 Josie's Island? Yeah. Ah. I knew it because I remember he kept criticizing Donkey Kong Country for the graphics. And he mentioned Super Mario World 2. So I got lucky then. Nice. Alright, I'll continue with eBay for 400. Okay. This RPG behemoth, first released in 1995, recently saw completion by former site director John Lindemann. <laughs> oh, was that? Yeah, it was James. Um, what is Chrono Trigger? Yes, sir. How many points was that again? <laughs> that was 400. You, um, you can continue the, uh, 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 eBay. the eBay one. Yeah. Okay. 1995 saw the release of different colored Game Boys associated with this advertising tagline. Yahoo! Johnny. What is Play It Loud? Yes, sir. So classic. 
Let's stick with 1995, since I know some of these guys probably weren't born yet. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. How scary is that? My God. Glad Neil's not on here. here. (laughs) Okay. Earthbound features this interestingly named enemy, well known for his battle theme and possibly for being kicked out of Woodstock. Let's go. Pedro. What is the hippie? Can you be more descriptive? That is not his uh, full name, I should say. I know it's hippie something. I... Uh, <laughs> All right, I gotta give I gotta give somebody else a shot, Johnny. That's you, Johnny. Uh, what is the angry hippie? Nope. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh, nobody? James, yeah. you look like you're thinking about it. Uh, I've, I've got the line ready for the next Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is the uh, New Age retro hippie. Oh, so much better than I could have imagined. <laughs> Want to finish this category off? Was that my pick? Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> uh, okay, yes. Let's do uh, eBay for a 1000 Okay. It was the only game in 1995 or any other year that brought together Mario, Yoshi, Donkey Kong, and Earthworm Jim. Remember now, I did not write this category. But I like this question. No, nothing. <laughs> no idea. All right. Dude, dude, dude. What is Donkey Kong Country 2, believe it or not? What? <laughs> oh, all those I know, characters. I know. Yep, yep. I know. It's the ending screen where um, Craig is showing the Hollow Heroes, and on the corner you see Edward James gone. Now I remember. And yep. you see Sonic Shoes, too. Now I remember. Yep. And Yoshi and Mario and Link is in there, too. Yeah. Good times. How did I how did I miss that one? I <laughs> myself. It's back to you, Johnny. Um, I think uh let's let's go with let's go with uh, Rogan for two hundred. Okay. Needs more Rogan. After developing four popular N sixty four wrestling games, Aki went on to develop this shockingly good combat wrestler for EA Big. I thought you were done reading the question, sorry. I know, but nobody else is trying, so you. Uh, Def Jam Vendetta? Yes. Well done, sir. Rogan for 400. Okay. Of those four Aki wrestling games, this is the only one to not feature murder-suicide perpetrator Chris Bonneau. I know nothing about wrestling. Johnny. What is WCW versus Nitro? No. Oh, I said that wrong. <laughs> well, actually, you might might have said it wrong anyway. Um, Pedro, are you going to try, or should I just name it off? Nope. Okay. What is WrestleMania 2000? Oh, okay. Yeah, see. Yeah. I figured it was the first one. Yeah, I don't know anything about wrestling. I don't I even know Chris Benoit either. Oh, yeah, NWO, yeah. 
I keep going in this one? Yeah, let's stick with uh, wrestling games for 600. Points. All right. The faster we can get through this category, the better. Uh, before <laughs> combining all their wrestling games under the SmackDown vs. Raw banner, the GameCube WWE games were given this title. You don't get to write questions anymore, Shaman. <laughs> doot, doot, doot. What is Day of Reckoning? Oh. <sighs> let's 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 uh, let's get even more rogue in with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as badly um, as I'm doing, I think I know more about this this category than anyone else here. So <laughs> we're all evenly matched. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, in tag team wrestling for the NES. You control the Ricky Fighters against this tag team, which has since gone on to internet superstardom. Let's go! Pedro. I'm going to embarrass myself and say it's Strong Bad. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> oh, strong Bad? Oh my really? God. Strong Bad, yes. yep. Wow. Yes. <laughs> go figure. Wow. I was surprised to read that as well. I remember reading that they, they the guys that made Homestar Runner made they took the strong bad name out of a video game, but I thought it was some rare PC Commodore game. So that's why I took a shot, and apparently I was correct. So right on, that's the way you do it. Is your pick, sir? You can go with the, finish it off or go with a different category. Uh, what categories do we have left? We still have all the Mega Man. We still have two. Pokemon. I'll take uh, uh, East Evolution Baby for 800. All right. This Pokemon is the only one to have radically different gender-specific evolutionary paths. Let's go! Pedro. Oh, I know I'm going to be losing this one, but is it... Nidoran? Yes, it is. Oh, oh, oh my god. It's just that it's, it has been so confusing as of late because there are now many more gender specific Pokemon where they have to evolve and they start with a clay blob, then it turns into an ice cream ghost. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Back Let's in continue. my day, Pokemon didn't have genders. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Nidoran and Nidorina, whatever. Yep. Okay, I'm going to finish. I want to finish off a Pokemon. Okay. This second-generation Pokemon, a boneless cephalopod, for some reason evolves from a fish, which is a vertebrate. Second generation? Yep. Boneless cephalopod. That's a big hint right there. Evolves from a fish. The thing Nothing. is that the answer is is from first generation, but since you keep saying it's the first <laughs> and second generation, I'm going to give up. Okay. The answer is, what is octillery? <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yeah. right I was thinking right. octopod. Yeah. Oh, octopod. The, uh, the other worst, the worst evolution in the entire series is clam pearl, which is a clam, evolves into a eel. Yes. <laughs> that makes the uh, biologist in me cry. 
if this so. was going to be, if this question was based on first generation, I was going to, I was going to answer Magic Carp. Magic Carp is a fish, not a octopus, but okay. <laughs> kind of turns into a, a dragon, which it presumably is a reptile. Yeah, yeah. What the heck is Gyarados anyway? Ah, he it. looks reptilian to me. He does. He looks like he could fight Godzilla. <laughs> an internet meme. Gyarados is an internet meme. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, boy, who is that? That's Pedro. You yeah. got it around. So you want to go to the last category, Mega Man? Yep. Go ahead, baby. All right. There's two. still one more in Rogan, isn't there? Uh, oh, my gosh, there is. Okay, we go with that one then. Okay. Put that category out of my mind. The Fire Pro Wrestling Series has been extremely popular and long-running in Japan, but only two games in the franchise came to America for this Nintendo system. Yahoo! That's Johnny. What is Game Boy Advance? Yes, sir. Let's take Blue Bomber for 200 Okay. Before we start, I have to ask, have you played those games? No. Okay. Okay, uh, Mega Man for 200. <laughs> it's Mega Man's Japanese name and gives context to the names of his allies. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually that was James. Um, who is Rockman? There you go. How many uh, points was that? That was 200, baby. Keep on keeping on here. For 400, the gaming press went nuts with the revelation that Mega Man 9 would contain this robot master, the first female boss in the series. Yahoo! Johnny. Who is Splash Woman? There you go. I'm getting too excited. Move on for 600, please. <laughs> okay. Dr. Wily held this Russian scientist's daughter hostage in Mega Man 4. Yahoo! Johnny. Who is Dr. Cossack? Yep. He even, wore, he even wore that funny hat. <laughs> For 800, please. All right. Mega Man 7 introduced this rival to the Blue Bomber who had become a series regular and playable in Mega Man 10. Let's go! Oh, that's Pedro. Who is Bass? Yep. I don't, I don't even play Mega Man. <laughs> I can tell because it's bass. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. It's bass trouble rock. That's true. Roll. Whatever. Beat. Whatever. <coughs> Rush. Okay, 1,000, sir? Yes, let's finish okay. the category. Arguably Dr. Wily's greatest creation, this iconic character would only discover his true purpose in Mega Man X5. Let's go! Oh, that was everyone all at once. Pedro. Who is Zero? Yes, sir. <sighs> Like I said, I don't play Mega Man, but I do play a lot of Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't answer that. I was thinking Proto Man. Oh, okay. Well, wasn't Proto Man in the second game that he appeared? He, he's in yeah. he's in all the original series. He's not in the X series at all. No, Proto Man first appeared in Mega Man Three. Oh, okay. Right, but he's in yeah, he's, but he's not in the X series at all. Let it be known that this is the category where I got lucky. (laughs) I'm going to piss off a bunch of people and say Axel is the best character. Oh my gosh, why? 
I loved him in, I think it was Mega Man 8, X8. X8, yeah, X8, that's where he yeah. came up. Yeah. Well, no, he was first in 7. And then he was in that RPG thing. <laughs> um, and then he was in, in 8. And I've actually heard Mega Man X8 is really good. Yeah, it's my. It's I've heard it's a hell of a lot better than played. seven. <laughs> uh, how could it not be? Yeah, yeah. I've I've looked for eight, but I can't find it in town. Okay, so I'm going to give you the final Jeopardy category. You all are going to PM Should me. Should we do a score check? Oh yeah, let's do a score Jeopardy. check. Why not? Let's see if anyone can't actually participate. <laughs> I have uh, twelve hundred. Well done. Two hundred thirty six hundred. Holy shit. <laughs> I have points. That's it. I don't even know what I have. You have as many as Johnny. So we're kinda close. All okay. Close. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna PM you guys PM me your amounts, your bets, after I read the category. Metroid biology. There, I made my bet, even though I don't know how many monies <laughs> I have. <laughs> I know I have monies. Oh, I don't damn. Know how many monies? Johnny's, uh, Johnny's confident. All right, I'll read it, and then I'll count down from 30 in my head. And then we'll, uh, we'll do this thing. Very nice, Patrick. <laughs> okay, guys, here we go. While Metroids have been shown to display a variety of reproductive strategies, only this radioactive mutant produces via mitosis, or maybe it's binary fission. Answers, which will be hilarious, and the amounts you all bet. Uh, Patrick Barnett, he is betting his entire $200 on Samus. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, mitosis and or binary fission is when an animal like an amoeba splits in two to reproduce. <laughs> I'm going to say this. If the doctor this, doesn't get this one, I'm going to lose all hope of humanity. It's, it's, it's uh, very uncommon, but one of these Metroids does it. Uh, Pedro bets $2,000 that he may or may not have and says <laughs> it's the baby Metroid. <laughs> well, it was certainly cloned enough times that maybe he's right, but I can't give it to him. I know, James, I know. James Dawson bets $200 and says the nightmare. <laughs> well, they had to get the second one on the uh, in the fusion game somehow, right? Yeah. And finally, Dr. Jonathan Metz, he bets 1600 and said, what are the mock droids? 
It's not right. It's not right. The the correct answer is the fission Metroid, which appears in Metroid Prime at the very end. When you shoot them enough, they split in two, and they're fucking annoying. Yeah. Oh, peace lost. Yep. Couldn't think of the name. I know what mitosis is, but and I, I know that Mocktroids are like this weird kind of uh, obscure Metroid lore, and I thought maybe you would go for that. Uh, I actually don't know if I've heard of Mocktroids. Is that from the manga? No, they appear very briefly towards the end of Super Metroid before the real Metroids oh, come those, in. Oh, those yeah, the, ones the little that kinda, ones you that you kill kinda, with one hit. Yeah. And I always thought those back were like baby Metroids Prime or something. Three, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, they're not baby Metroids. They're they're the because the baby Metroid that you see later in the game looks different. Yeah, that's a baby Metroid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Well, no, they were in um, Hunters. That's what it was. They brought 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 back. The oh Mark yeah, Jones you're right. Hunters. I uh, I tried to erase that game from my memory. <laughs> oh, as I like to call it, Metro Pipe Hunters, the Copper Tunnel Syndrome game. <laughs> yeah. So there you have it, folks. Jeopardy. That was fun. Who won, by the yeah. way? I think it was. I think it was probably Johnny. I had two thousand yeah. left. Yeah. I'm just happy I finally finished with a thousand points. There you go. Stay positive. Yeah. <laughs> I finished with points. There you I'm go. Honest. All right. Oh, well, welcome our new uh, champion, Jonathan Matz. Woohoo! You're gonna have to come back and defend your title sometime. Yay. I would love to. I had a blast. Thank you for uh, having me. Oh, thanks for coming, sir. It's fun playing with you guys. Hell yeah! Well, we'll <laughs> I'll get some. Uh, I guess I'll get some easier questions next time. <laughs> We're gonna do a champions edition, just with the champions. Yeah, and and, and it's it's gonna be you and Johnny and Watson. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're yeah. About. But we That's don't right. have Watson. We have Rob 64. We have Aaron. That's true. Although Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, uh, you know, he didn't do so well on the live show. That's hard to believe. Yeah, it was. All right, guys, I'm going to, uh, well, I assume there will be more segments, so bye, everybody. Bye. Yep, see ya. So um, I'm here with Zach, and uh, we're recording a, a segment, a little bonus segment, uh, post-game post bonus segment that we've been meaning to talk about for a long time. Back in, what, like October of last year, I think it was? Yeah. Um, uh, the Shadow of the Colossus and Eco HD Collection came out for PlayStation 3. And this was actually a really big deal for me personally because Eco has – I've long claimed Eco was my favorite game of all time. And – uh, I actually, and I hadn't even played Shadow since it came out. I, I loved Shadow, but um, I hadn't ever replayed it since I played it the first time. So I had been 
very patiently waiting for this collection to come out. And of course, I was drooling over trailers of The Last Guardian and, and all that for the past couple of years. But <laughs> I, I had the truth. When I bought my PS3, I finally sold my my PS2 copies of Eco and Shadow, thinking that I'd just pick up the HD remix, and then it got delayed like a year or something. Yeah. Um, but we finally have them now, and uh, I've beaten Eco and played the first three Colossi and Shadow so far. I haven't touched Shadow in a few months, but um, and then I, Zach's kind of the reverse. He's beaten Shadow. And played the first like half or so of, of Eco. Yep. So I thought we'd just talk about both games a little bit without getting too spoilery. Um, we'll talk a little bit more spoiler heavy on Shadow because we've both beaten it in the past. But Eco will still kind of be a little vague on. There's actually some really cool um, plot stuff towards the end of Eco that I'd love to talk about. And maybe yeah. we'll do a follow up at some point um, once Zach's beaten the game. If totally. if he feels if he feels compelled to, to discuss it, like if he thinks it's as interesting as I did, uh, we can... Do a little follow-up, five yeah, or ten minute little definitely. deal. But why don't you tell me what you think? What you thought about Shadow to start off with, since you played that more? Um, Shadow, you know, first of all, I'd like to say that it's nice to have these running at sixty frames a second. Oh God, or yeah, or whatever it is, uh, because Shadow was was virtually unplayable on PS2. And I was I actually, I was shocked that Shadow got as unanimous of praise, praise as it did, because I thought the same thing, like. Eco on PS2 played pretty smoothly, yeah. and like Shadow felt like it was running at half of the frame rate that Eco did. When I, I mean, it was clearly the same engine or a very similar engine, yeah. but Shadow felt like it was running at half speed compared to Eco on the PS2. Oh yeah, and when you had, you know, particle effects at all, I mean, it slowed down to a slideshow. Yeah, no uh, it doubt. Was really awful, but um, I played as much of it as I could take back on the PS2 and I didn't really like it. And I think it's because of the frame rate, but I also had issues with the controls. Um, and now playing it on the PS3, the frame rates much improved. I can figure out what I'm doing. Uh, I still didn't still don't really like the controls in that game. Uh, but more so, um, you know, after, you, after I thought about it for a while, I mean, I really liked the journey, the journey of fighting Colossi was great, but, I, I didn't really like the story. I mean, when you think about it, the Wanderer is kind of a douche. You know, he's... That's the idea. I mean, it's it's certainly a, a morally amb- ambiguous tale. Um, I don't know that after the first hour of the game you're ever meant to feel like a good guy. Yeah. Um, maybe you are. I mean, you have fairly naive intentions going into the game. I mean, the story of the game is you're trying to revive your girlfriend and this mysterious all-powerful god tells you that if you kill these 16 colossi he can grant your wish um but the colossi aren't failing to mention something in in the process yeah yeah no doubt um the colossi aren't particularly menacing i mean some some of them are some of them are downright aggressive the the lion ones are pretty aggressive yeah some of them are downright downright uh, mean but a lot of them are just kind of laying around yeah. hanging out, and then you go climb on them and stab them a million times. <laughs> um, I think it's a good story. I don't think it's a particularly feel-good story. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's it's an interesting game gameplay-wise because I think a really easy comparison is Zelda because you're running around an open countryside on a horse, like Ocarina of Time kind of Zelda. Yeah. But there's nothing in the field except for the terrain. There's no monsters to fight. Oh, and there's lizards. That's true. <laughs> um, 
there's no monsters to fight. Um, and honestly, the terrain is it's cool, but it kind of gets in the way sometimes. Because like, the only thing you have to go off of, you don't have a, you don't really have any sort of like detailed map. All you have to go off of is this compass sort of thing with your sword, yeah. where you lift it up in the air and it kind of points in the direction you want to go. And I think part of the reason I stopped playing Shadow this most re- most recent time was. I think it's like the third Colossus you have to go through this like mountain range to get to. Like the the compass does not point oh, you in the yeah. obvious direction. And, it's, and it's, it doesn't show up when you're in shadow. Yeah. And so I probably walked around for 45 minutes in terrain trying to find the damn Colossus. By the time I found him and killed him, I just got burned out on the thing and haven't gone back to it since. I really yeah. need to go back to it because I do remember loving the boss fights as they as they get more and more complex and the last the last colossus is a hell of a fight he's frustrating as hell oh um, absolutely that's that's one of the things i don't like about the game um wanderer can't hold on to shit like, <laughs> the boss you know takes a step and he's all like oh no did you know that killing place? killing the lizards slightly increases your grip power yes and i yeah. i increased all the way I okay. Can, or at least my grip power stopped increasing, so I okay. figure it. So I, <laughs> I can't imagine what it would have been like if I didn't kill any lizards. See, I actually didn't know that the first time I played the game. I think I did kill. Then. I think I did kill plenty of the wizards, but I never made the connection that it was increasing my uh, oh, my energy. But anyway, that's a pretty um, subtle change in that circle. Yeah, it's quite quite subtle. I There's actually, um. I actually really like the terrain in the game. It, uh, the whole world is very well imagined. Yeah. Um, like it really does feel like kind of this barren wasteland, but but there's a lot of geography going on, and and all the colossi live in interesting places, and um, I I kind of liked wandering through the countryside, seeing what there was to see, uh, and your reward is this giant you know stone turtle at the end that. You have to climb on the back of and stab in the yeah. brain. Yeah. So, I'm not sure how familiar familiar you were with the story of Eco going in because I know that the game doesn't really tell you much at the beginning, um, but there is a very, very slight connection between the two games. Um, right? Isn't the, isn't Eco himself supposed to be the kind of end result of Shadow? I think that's the idea. Like the the story of Eco, that's sort of not really presented in the game, but if you read the instruction book, I think it's where I got it from. Um, the idea is there's this village, and once a generation, there's a boy born in the village with horns, and the elders of the village take this boy with horns on the, when, on his thirteenth birthday to a giant abandoned castle and leave him there for dead uh, <laughs> to appease. To appease the the gods, I guess, um, and I think, I think, yeah, the the idea is that this this line of boys with horns is sort of a direct result of what happens at the end of Shadow of the Colossus. So yeah. there's kind of a there's kind of a really cool link between the two. And knowing that when you're playing Shadow, I think there's actually a few like places where off in the distance things start to look awfully familiar. I've seen screenshots of scenes in shadow that are very possibly the castle from ego oh interesting so i i don't really know how much of that is intentional was in the, put in there by design but 
I really think that there's a really kind of interesting mythology behind both of these games that is there, but not really forced upon you. And I think that's one of the reasons I like both of these games so much is that it's a very, very clear example of gameplay story by, by showing and and not by forcing it down your throat. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of that's present in, in eco simply because there's a very tangible emotional connection between these two characters, and it's all oh, yes. done by body language. Very well done. It's would, done by body language. I would and it's say done... it's the best, best example of um, kind of this male-female character interaction I've seen in a video game. And that game's, you know, 10 years old. It's great. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who have valid complaints about the fact that Yorta can't do anything. She is a moron. Um, I'll give you that. She is a moron. I think I read somewhere that she was blind, but the creator of the game debunked right. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think just thinking that she's blind seems to make the whole thing make more sense. I think it's more um, like she's deaf because she never comes when I scream at her. Yeah, that's very possible. I, I, I think the fact that there's a language barrier between the two characters helps the the player sort of feel invested yeah. because she's clearly like she clearly has some powers and, and and she has a connection with this castle but she can't tell you she can't tell eco so you don't know um and yeah i think it's just a really cool it's a really cool dynamic between those two characters because it's all done mainly without any sort of dialogue and it's just done through facial animation mm-hmm. um and the game looks great i mean oh, i think man. it looked i think it looked great on ps2 till the very end but the the game upscales very well i mean there's some there's not a lot of textures i think that's one of the complaints some people had was every place kind of looks the same because there's this like one brick texture they reuse over and over again but i never had that problem i I never really had that problem because the architecture in it in the game is really pretty creative and they take you to lots of different kinds of areas and you, you're still pretty pretty early in the game, so there's a lot of things that you haven't seen yet. But at one point, and this was actually in the very the demo of the game that came out on PS2 back before the game was even released. But at one point, you walk out. It's the first time you've really been outside since the game starts, and you, it drops you off into this like bright grassy area with a little pond and a giant windmill, and it's just like you've broken free, and it just feels absolutely wonderful. Oh, I've not been there. It's, it's just a great – it's not a very big area, but there's this giant windmill, and it's one of the first times you start to feel like this is actually a place where someone might have lived, mm. I guess. It's a, it's, it's a cool scene, and I think it, you know, whenever you go outside in that game, there's that sort of bloom effect, and I think that's yeah. really cool. I think that game it, – it overuses it, but I think it uses it to great effect. They use it a lot in Shadow, too. Yeah, they do. Um now, now, without spoiling anything for me, do you get? Is there a story arc for Yorda in Eco, or is she just kind of there and you're leading her out? Is she the MacGuffin, or does she have a story? Have you encountered the main villain of the game yet? No, I'm just fighting shadow creatures once in a while. Okay, you're probably you're actually not quite in, in, as far into the game as I was thinking you are, but okay. at some point probably pretty close to where you're at you're going to have you come to have you gotten to the the main gate of the castle yet yes yes so then you did not you didn't meet the the witch well maybe i did meet the witch at some point when you get fairly early in the game maybe like a third of the way through the game you come across this the main gate of the castle it's like all these sort of torches along a row 
mm-hmm. uh, on both sides of a path. And right at that scene, you meet for the first time the main antagonist of the game who introduces herself as Yorda's mom. I must have I um, must have quit right before that because I am pretty... Yeah. Either that so, or it's just taking me a really long time to get through the game. Without spoiling too much, the main antagonist of the game is Yorda's mother, so I think it's fair to say that she has an arc of some kind. Okay. Um, I don't want to. I'm trying not to not to talk too much about the late end of the game, but That's okay. you actually play the last hour or so of the game without Yorda at all. Oh. So, so there is definitely some some story that happens with Yorda later on that makes things interesting. Well, I'll have um, to force myself away from Odin's Spear and pop that in, because it's not a long game, is it? It's like five, six no. hours long. I, I think first playthrough, I can't fathom you'd spend more than seven hours on okay, it. Okay, that's not... Uh, I, think, I think I can play through the game in about four and a half. Okay. Um, I think maybe my, my playthrough on PS3 when I got it, I hadn't played it for about two or three years. I think maybe it took me like six hours, maybe. Oh, okay. But... Now, there is one, yeah. thing, there is one thing I don't like about the game. Shoot. It is, uh, Eco's animations are pretty horrifying. Like, yeah, dude can't run, and <laughs> and he can't jump, and uh, you know he has the same kind of grip and pull yourself up that Wanderer does when he's getting on a ledge, and uh, it's 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 like you can tell the, that the developers had never animated a person before. Um, but Yorda doesn't really have the same issues. Um, Yorda moves very gracefully. I, yeah. I, I they, they did a good job with making her feel fragile, I guess. Yeah, that's a um, good way of putting it. And and Eco looks like a, a football player charging <laughs> around. I kind of like the way that he swings the the his weapon, the stick. Yeah. I like it's it's crazy and sort of like flaily yeah i think at, at some point I, I think when i was playing through the game the first time i refused to call him by eco i just called him boy with stick <laughs> and, I, and i think i called yorda girlfriend of boy with stick <laughs> i think part of that was just because i liked watching him flail around with the stick so much um, <laughs> it's also not really clear that he has horns so much as a viking helmet on yeah yeah that's that's really not clear i think he said he says it though in the dialogue yeah, of yeah, the game yeah. so you you at least know it's actually that actually becomes a little more clear at, at, there's a cutscene towards the end that makes it very clear that it's not a helmet. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I when, when I was replaying through the game, I there were a certain amount of things that I didn't really love. Things that maybe I had overlooked before, had kind of forgotten about. But I do think the controls in both Eco and Shadow are they're not great. I mean, I've no. I learned to adjust to them, but they're, they're very really unintuitive. They're unintuitive. And, and, and jumping onto your horse is the most frustrating thing in the world in Shadow yeah. of the Colossus. My gosh, man. Just get on I, the horse. Don't jump next to the horse. I felt like in Eco, it was really, really easy to get to the edge of a platform and really botch a jump that needed to be kind of finessed. <laughs> like, I, I think I, I watched Eco, like, willfully jump to an obvious death so many times in that game because the controls just weren't working the way I wanted them to. Um, is it that, or is it, is it like his animation starts before you're ready? Yeah, that could be too. That could be too. Um, the control or the, the, I'm sorry, the combat in eco, uh, gets old pretty quick, mainly because there's no variety. You're doing the same thing over and over again. It's just the same, like three or four different kinds of shadow monsters that come at you and And none of them are interesting. 
None of them. Yeah, none of them I are feel interesting. Like they really botched the enemy design. I mean, those things could have been really creepy. I want to hear if you have that same sentiment after you've beaten the game. Okay. Um, I'm curious. Yeah, they're. The shadow monsters are one of the more interesting parts of the story after you've finished the game, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's those, all I'll are say. Those, uh, are those shadow monsters you're fighting in the temple, or that gather around the wanderer in the temple uh, after he kills each colossus, or are those the spirits of the colossi, or are they one and the same? I'm actually kind of curious about that. Like, based on what I know of the shadow monsters from having beaten Eco, I can't see any obvious connection to the two, but. I think it's possible that they're both kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, but that's a, that's an easier question to answer after you've beaten Eco. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I think that yeah, the combat is 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 frustrating. It gets old pretty quick, and it's annoying because there's sometimes like you get knocked down, and it takes Eco like thirty five minutes. minutes to like stand back up and run around. <laughs> Actually, the same thing with the wanderer. If you get if you fall off something or you get knocked back, he just kind of lays there for a while, and yeah, and you think, "Are you dead over there?" I um, I love the sense of scale in Eco. I think it's amazing how you can like get up onto like the top part of the castle and kind of look far, far away. And as you play through the game more, there there's there's moments where you can kind of like look off into the distance and see a place that you've been before. And that's yeah. kind of amazing. I'd say the it's, sense um, of scale in that game is better than Shadow, weirdly enough. Yeah, I would because agree. When you get on top of a Colossus, you don't really see everything. You just see what's immediately around you. Yeah. Um I think the the best sense of scale I got in that game was when I was when I was on t- riding on top of the bird colossus. Yeah. Cuz you can see the lake below you and and he's flying over all the structures. That's pretty cool. But all the other ones you're just kind of Well, it seems like a lot of the terrain in Shadow is pretty well segmented. Yeah. into into very specific areas, but in 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 Eco it really does feel like you're scaling this giant castle and you're hitting all parts of it. Yeah. Especially as as you get more and more through the game. You, you kind of come back to a central area quite a few times and you start to realize how the whole thing is, is, is really put together. Yeah. Um, so very good level I, design. There there's there's sort of like the, the, the mission that you have to go on to get that main gate open is this sort of like really long roundabout two part mission that kind of brings you to every corner of the castle and back and it's it's kinda of neat. Nice. Um so yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm gonna have to start replaying that. I'm excited, and and I, I just have to say the, just this, you know, just seeing Iko or Eco and Gordas sitting on a bench to save, that's adorable, isn't it? It's really <laughs> adorable. It's like a little couch in the middle yeah. of nowhere. It's it's great. Sitting on the bench. Yeah. The um the music in the game in Eco is there's not much of it, but what's there is kind of nice. Yeah. I actually went so far as to order the soundtrack for eco i have a copy of it at home somewhere oh nice um there's not much in the way of actual music on it there's a lot of ambient noise but there's like at least two songs on there that are nice actual theme songs that are that are pretty cool i really like the like theme song song yeah and when i started playing skyward sword zelda's uh ballad of the of the goddess reminded me a lot of uh the eco song yeah I could see that. I could definitely see that. Well, I think that's all we have to say about Eco and Shadow. You got anything else you want to mention, Zach? Um, I would say that even though both games have pretty glaring flaws, 
I would recommend people play them. Cause I think so. There's no game like either one of them. There really isn't. And I think, uh, you know, Johnny said this before, Eco set the stage in a big way for a lot of the, of the kind of action adventure games we take for granted today, like Uncharted and Tomb Raider or the newer yeah. Tomb Raider games. Um, it's all environmental puzzles. That's the whole game. Um, so, you know, it's, it's real interesting to see where that started. And if you're looking forward to uh, that Guardian game, which will never come out. Um, Don't tell me that. Oh. <laughs> uh, I hope, I, yeah, the, the, the project lead of that game left Sony, but apparently he's going to work via contract he's gonna he's gonna yeah, consult to finish the game yeah to, to finish the game the fact that it hasn't come out and it's 2012 and he hasn't had a game out since 2005 and nobody mentioned it at e3 nobody mentioned it at e3. it's got to get mentioned at this e3 there's no way the c3 it doesn't get met if it doesn't get mentioned at this e3 i think it's a fair chance the game is just not going to happen but that's yeah. sad because with the kind of games that eco and shadow are i really wanted to see a full-scale PS3 effort. And the trailer looks great. It does. The trailer looks like the best parts of the Eco and Shadow with clearly clearly the same aesthetic and sense of, of style and storytelling. So I hope the game comes out. And I and my biggest question with those trailers is, is how does this tie into the mythos of the world? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I can't wait for that game if it ever comes out. Make it happen, Indeed. Sony. Indeed. Bring it on. All right, Zach. It's been real. It's been yeah. real. We should do this. We should do this again sometime. We should do this again. All right. Do it when I finish Eco. Excellent. Sounds good. All right, man. All right. Later. Bye, everybody. Bye.